0: Welcome back to the Book Report Podcast with Allie and Rach. I am Allie. And I'm Rach. Just in case you haven't memorized our lovely voices yet. (laughs) We are, yeah, into season two. We're on... We just said we weren't... <laughs> so we're like, we don't need to count in this, the episodes anymore, but we're on episode two of the second season. Yes. Um, and yeah, we're. it's officially fall. The It's unfortunately very dry here in Tennessee, but you can tell mm-hmm. the colors are trying to change for us.
1: They are. And it feels crispy and cozy. Yeah. We're wearing hoodies. Oh, yeah. And all of the books in this season, I know we said this last... Last week. Last week, but are... The absolute fucking sweetest books. Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them are scary. Some There's of them, they do get ones. scary.
1: But last week's book and this week's book are just like
0: cozy hugs. I can't, I can't handle them. I love them mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. But yeah. So we are we are here with fall, all the fall feels. Today, we are talking about The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Mandana. And... The cover of this one is another good cover. Like oh. ten out of ten for the covers. So good.
1: There's a um a TikToker. I think her TikTok is Meg's Tea Room. Yes, pretty sure she's in Nashville. I, yes. Hey, when Meg. you told
0: me that, I was losing my mind. Uh-huh. If I saw her out in Nashville, I'd she's be very so
1: recognizable, and
0: she gives off East Nashville vibes. I'm just gonna throw that out there.
1: She does, and she seems so lovely on her TikTok that. Mm-hmm. It's probably got to be weird if, like, we said we know her from TikTok, but yeah, I still don't care. I don't care either, Meg. If you're <laughs> out there, if that's your real name,
0: we're coming. You seem delightful. Yeah, <laughs> we see you. We're gonna hug you.
1: We're just gonna say we love your TikTok. Yeah, I feel like everyone loves a compliment.
0: Yeah, yeah, we love it, and we love your. And th- was this a account. recommendation from? It wasn't, but okay. she she read it. So okay.
1: her specialty is like cozy fantasy mm-hmm. or cozy TikTok, or and. She kind of reminds me of, is it Mika Moon or Mika Moon?
0: I said Mika in my head. In I my head, that too. I said
1: Mika crazy. Moon. But just in the way Mika, we'll dive into the book in a second, but Mika has this fictional tea room on Instagram or OnlyFans. I'm yes. not really sure what this kind of like OnlyFans. platform it is. But it's definitely not OnlyFans. Meg kind of has that set up in her... This isn't like a Meg love fest. Now I feel like we've been talking about it for five minutes. Now I'm making it weird. Mika has
0: a social media presence Uh that is where she, yeah, she has this, we'll get get into it a little bit later, (laughs) but she has a social media presence that reminds us of, of Meg's tea room for sure. Yeah. But anyway,
1: Meg had said something about, oh, if you have a long list of fall cozy reads and all of your book covers are cartoony and you don't have... This one included, mm-hmm. The Very Secret Society of Regular Witches. You are, it is a
0: shame. It is a shame. It's so cute. It's oh, such a cute The cover's cover. so good. And to go along with our uh, book choice, we are drinking Earl Grey tea cocktails, which are delicious. Cheers. It is, I think I did two ounces of tea, chilled tea. An ounce and a half of gin, splash of honey syrup, splash of lemon juice. All it is. And this is mm-hmm. delicious.
1: It's probably pretty dangerous because I didn't realize it had as much It doesn't taste like alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. No. It's pretty good.
0: It's very good. This book is does take place in England. There's a lot of like potion making, tea drinking mm-hmm. in a library feels. Mm-hmm. So a good Earl Grey tea cocktail just felt very right for this one.
1: The... When Allie and I because we're not switching back and forth like we did last season, we just came up with a list of books that looked really good and we both yeah. wanted to read. We were texting kind of back and forth mm-hmm. and as I'm getting ready to come over, I was like, Hey, did you take care of the cocktail ingredients? Cocktail ingredients. And I mean we talk 24/7. nonstop. <laughs> yeah. And you would think we'd like really have ironed this down before I think because coming we over. talk
0: all the time, that's why we don't iron mm-hmm. it down.
1: Well, it, a couple of days ago when we were chatting about this through text, I was like, are you going to do the cocktail or do you want me to do it? it? really doesn't matter. And she's like, well, I was thinking a tea cocktail. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, me too. Then we never confirmed.
0: confirmed. No. Yeah. So we threw this one together pretty. But it's what I had in mind. It's what yeah, I wanted to do. For sure. We were like, I was digging tea bags out of mm-hmm. containers trying to see what I had. And you had a... One Earl Grey tea bag, so it works out. I am going to switch to a, a chamomile mm. lavender version of this next because at night. we did like a tiny half cocktail of the Earl Grey because we are, yeah, we're recording at night and didn't want to be up all night. So mm. we'll also do a, a chamomile version and let you know how that is too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll switch it up.
1: Okay. Do you want me to dive in?
0: Yeah. Let's dive in because I'm very, I'm very excited to talk a ton about this one.
1: Okay. I have a lot of things. All right. Feelings. That's great. Okay. So... Like I've done historically, I'm going to give you a pretty shitty summary (laughs) and with a lot of important details that were not important enough to me to file away. But as I was writing the summary, (laughs) I was like, I probably should remember that. But then I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm really counting on you and to reference the book sitting next to me (laughs) to come back to. Okay. All right. The book is set in. It's really set in England to. Give you a broader sense of where it's set, but most of the book is in Norfolk, and I'm not very in tune with England's geography, so I'm apologize. I feel like I'm just the American idiot, but there you go. It's set in England. (laughs) Witches in the world in this book are having to hide their magic. They occasionally gather to share what's going on in their lives and trade spells. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they do not congregate outside of these meetings and they are not allowed to spend time together. Yeah. And it
0: uh, it feels like a weird book club. Like yeah. that's how the meetings feel.
1: Well, so the meeting that the that this opens up on is they do it at a, a wharf or a dock outside. Yeah. It's kind of it's raining, rainy and cold. And they mentioned that other group meetings have been held at someone's house. Sometimes it's held at a coffee shop, in a corner. It always, I don't know, it seemed like an odd way to do this, why you wouldn't always do it at someone's house. But Well,
0: they can't, I think they're hiding from society because mm -hmm. they've been persecuted over the years, obviously. And then also witches can't all congregate in the same place because there's, Ma- in this world, there's like magic in the air. And mm-hmm. the author talks about it like g- gold threads or like glittering in the oh, air. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 And the- witches have to control the magic around them. And so when there's more witches, there's more magic and more to control. And there's more chances that something will go wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons they can't gather. But yeah, they have it in weird spots. And that I couldn't really It's like, you know what seems tell you why.
1: weird and what would attract attention is a bunch of ladies.
0: On a pier in the middle of. In
1: raincoats with umbrellas.
0: Yeah. Because there's a few of them. It's not just two or three.
1: Mm-mm. It seemed like it was at least, I would say 15 to 20 That's is in my thinking. head how yeah. many women it was. Are they all women? Mm-hmm. Now that I say that. Okay. They're all women.
0: They. I think they talk about how there can be male witches, but there's not a lot or something like that.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't remember that part. Shocker. Okay. So Primrose is the leader of this group. And because of some curse from hundreds of years before, all witches are orphaned after birth when their parents die of some freak accident. So that was... the. There are so many details in this book that it was unlike anything I've ever written. It's so good. The language she uses and the ideas about how magic is swirling around Mm -hmm. you and how witches attract magic. And if there's more than one witch, it attracts more magic. And how magic is mischievous Mm -hmm. and needs to be tamed and... I all want of those I, ideas. I've never read so anything good. like this before.
0: it It's been a long time since I've been reading a book and gotten so engrossed in it. Like I was looking up wanting to see little glitters in the air mm-hmm. or something. like I felt like a kid again reading it and just yeah. wanting this to be so real. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. It was such a fun read. But yeah, it is very creative the way it's it's written and the all I mean, the details come together so even that the orphan part which is so sad
1: but it doesn't dwell too long on that it's just a fact of life for these witches that once a person or a woman gives birth to a child that ends up being a witch the parents die yeah and if a, it also goes into so if a witch gets pregnant which mm-hmm. they try not to do because of this curse they can give birth to a child that is not a witch. Mm-hmm. But if the child, and then they live. In mm-hmm. that case, they get to live their lives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If the ch- their child is a witch, then they die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just such an interesting detail yeah. that it does come into effect because it explains why Mika Moon, who is our main character and the witch that we will go on this journey with, mm-hmm. is... Orphaned, for one, and then picked up by Primrose. And because witches can't congregate, Primrose houses her.
0: Yeah. Doesn't mother
1: her. her, Yeah. She leaves her with caretakers that aren't witches. And
0: And change often,
1: so they don't catch on that they're witches. Right. So Mika, later on in the story, kind of deals with this, what she feels like is a traumatic upbringing that Primrose has kind of could have made better and she didn't because mm-hmm. of the rules that she set in place about witches being a part okay so mika moon creates this instagram channel earlier i called it an OnlyFans fans account but ali and i have settled it and that it's, mika moon would yeah not. i can't
0: imagine no
1: it's an instagram it's, account yeah. free for all where she pretends to use magic and she looks like, how they present it in the story is she looks like she's in a tea shop and putting together these potions and teas. And it's a way that to do magic, which she loves to do. Yes. And normally has to hide it in a way where other people can see it and she can yeah. share that love. It's because something... no one thinks it's real. No one's. Right. She's hiding behind right. this idea that like no real witch would do Go on real Instagram. magic. Mm-hmm. Right. Primrose is obviously against any kind of public display of magic. And she feels like this is just drawing attention to Mika and it's going to expose their whole circle.
0: And like Mika's not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, Mika is 31. Yeah. And a adult woman mm-hmm. and can make her own choices. But because Primrose has this... Little maternal piece of her that Mika still feels she kind of feels indebted to her, and yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that's why she lets. Some and of witches these kids are older,
0: right? They live longer if they don't have mm-hmm. kids, so yeah. thirty isn't old for a witch necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so Mika disagrees and continues to do her Instagram channel. Mm-hmm. However, she receives a message from a man asking okay i'm gonna read the message that she receives okay witch wanted live-in tutor wanted for three young witches must have nerves of steel previous teaching experience not necessary witchiness essential which is the <laughs> cutest, cutest. <laughs> like once you know who wrote witchiness
0: it essential
1: and she sees it and she gives more credit to it than she probably yeah. should have for having like a witch account it's probably some creeper and then i think she immediately responds like sorry
0: not a real witch or something not a real right? witch yeah.
1: and his response back is just please mhm and for whatever reason it could be because Mika moves from place to place to never be in the same place very long she decides to go visit mm-hmm. the sender of this message, who we learn his name is Ian, and he's a absolute, oh, it's, it's she's just a dreamy character. Mm-hmm. All of these characters are dreamy. So she visits the homestead, she meets his family, and ends up deciding to tutor these three girls who need magical instruction. Yes. And the background in that is Ian Ian's mother was a witch, so he learned to see what magic looked like. Mm -hmm. So he could see, even though he wasn't a witch, he was so in tune to what magic looked like that he could see the -hmm. the golden threads going around Mika during her Instagram videos. Mm -hmm. So that's how he knew she was a witch. Yeah. But so anyway, the house that the girls live in, so there's three little girls I'm doing such a shitty job. <laughs> it's
0: okay. It's okay. So then she, she pulls up to this house. And at first when she pulls up to the house, because she agrees to meet with Ian mm-hmm. and learn more, she pulls up to the house and she can't see the house. So she knows it's being protected by really powerful wards. Because oh, it's right. hard to find. And it's uh-huh. called the Nowhere House. Mm-hmm. So she pulls up to the Nowhere House. It's this big... In my head, it's a big English manor.
1: Mm-hmm. Covered uh, with ivy. Covered and- with
0: ivy. Gardens. And the... Owner of the house, right, is uh, an Lillian, ar- Lillian, an archaeologist mm-hmm. who has taken in these three child witches.
1: Mm-hmm. Lillian and- is also a witch. L-
0: Lillian yeah. is a witch, and she has taken in these three children who she has found on her travels, and left them in the care because she is off doing archaeological archaeology work. Mm-hmm. She has left them in the care of the caretaker. The caretakers, the gardeners, the librarians, kind of like whoever's working on the house. But they have Mm -hmm. formed this really sweet family. There's Ian and Ken Ken, who are married.
1: They're married and they live in like a garden cottage Mm -hmm. on the property, but not in the
0: nowhere house. Right. And then there is Jamie, the librarian. And Lucy. And Lucy, the... I don't remember what Lucy did. The housekeeper? The
1: housekeeper, cook.
0: But, and they're all they're all mm. taking care of these kids together, and you hear throughout the book how they all came to nowhere house, mm-hmm. how they're all tied together. But it is the cutest hodgepodge family; mm-hmm. it's adorable, and uh, I just I want it to be real so
1: bad. <laughs> and this definitely is a low stakes fantasy book, but probably so. There's always a problem yeah. in the story, and you learn, or at least Mika learns, that the problem is that, well, what she first thinks the problem is is that Lillian is out on some archaeological dig and can't come home. Mm -hmm. So she is the only witch in the house with these three young witches.
0: She is clearly a powerful witch Mm -hmm. who put these wards on the house so they can't be found.
1: And with these three children witches would have no control (laughs) over their magic. It's adorable. Just play, set things on fire. (laughs) You know, the... Levitating. All of their caretakers, yeah, they they're scared. Yeah, you know, they love these little girls, and they will desperately do anything to protect them. But as they grow older, they can't let them leave the house. They're stuck there because they're afraid they're going to accidentally
0: know, blow something up, or catch something on fire, uh-huh. or levitate.
1: <laughs> and so the girls are, you know, they just they're the caretakers are learning that this cannot be the forever solution. No. If Lillian is going to be out this archaeological dig forever, or just working so hard that she's not at the house and can help, that they need some Mm -hmm. someone else.
0: And there's the the lawyer is coming.
1: Yes. So the the grander problem is the girl's upbringing. The very close problem is this Edward the solicitor, Mm -hmm. which I have no fucking idea what that is. It's
0: like their lawyer, right? Okay. Like her estate planner. It's like her
1: estate planner is has been trying to get to the house to look for some documents mm-hmm. is the story they tell mm-hmm. Mika and they've put it off and put it off because they don't want anyone to come to the nowhere house and see the girls mm-hmm. i mean edward knows these girls exist but he hasn't spent any amount of time with them where he could see what they really are yeah. and and ultimately they don't want anyone to take the girls away yeah and so that's the immediate problem. They need
0: Mika to get the magic under control long enough for the solicitor to come get the paperwork and get out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's going very poorly. So they don't even think that's possible.
1: Yeah. And I think that date's like eight weeks away yeah. or something. It's at the end of December. So Mika agrees. Mm-hmm. Her, she moves from where she is. We, she,
0: with her little dog. She has a little dog. Cersei. <laughs> it's so cute. Mm-hmm. Every element is cozy. Yes. Every little detail. Mm-hmm. Cozy. <laughs> the little dog.
1: Cozy. And and they even live by the beach. Mm-hmm. And it's still warm and cozy. Yeah. So it, good. It's so good. So Mika moves in to the nowhere house. And Jamie and I can't remember which little girl. I think, it, is it Terracotta?
0: I the names in this book Oh, my gosh. Too. So the girls' names
1: are Rosetta, Terracotta, and Altamira. Mm-hmm. Named after really amazing archaeological, archaeological discoveries. Yeah. And... I think it's terracotta that's really closest with Ian or Jamie. Jamie has been yeah really this fierce protector of the girls, and he sees Mika as just an outsider that could mess everything up that they have, yeah. and it's it creates this enemies to lovers.
0: Yeah, but like a very low stakes is the word, right mm-hmm. word. Low, it, it's a very mild enemy. Like, yes just we don't really he's just
1: unsure of her and
0: i don't trust you kind of enemy
1: uh uh-huh so that's he's very handsome but he's just kind of rude to her and you see that chipping away as you go through the story he's very slowly warming up to mika Mm -hmm. but there's enemies to lovers there's found family Mm -hmm. secrets coming to light a very twisty ending that i did not see coming i didn't either i I can nail a twist and i don't care about it like i don't I'm still going to read the book. Yeah. I still love a twist. I had no idea what was coming. I didn't to me. either. Uh, there's murderous suspicions, looming danger. And for such a light and lovely book, uh-huh. it is just so absolutely packed full of delight around every corner.
0: Every corner.
1: Mm-hmm. Every it- corner. Hardly, there's like a tinge of darkness mm-hmm. and then it's light again. Yeah. Anyway, five stars.
0: Five stars. This book is mm-hmm. everything I needed, It everything I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. It's like if, I I don't want it. Okay. It's like a Hallmark movie, like a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Hallmark movie, Netflix holiday film kind of situation, but a very well done one.
1: The best done one
0: like my favorite i i guess you call my favorite rom-com ever of all mm-hmm. time is 10 things i hate about you Ooh. and it's like that for me where mm-hmm. you're like i'm gonna come back and read this every year i mean i watch 10 things i hate about you all the time i'm yeah. gonna come back and read this book every fall
1: i think 10 things i hate about you is like a comfort movie mm-hmm. is that your comfort movie
0: oh yeah i could put it I, sometimes i just watch clips i just mm-hmm. think of a clip i've watched one last night <laughs> Should we tell the most proud <laughs> yes. of ourselves we have ever been? <laughs> yes. We've had a l- So with the Akatar fan cast, we had people that we were kind of like losing our minds about liking our stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, sh- resharing it, and it was very exciting. But, you can say it cuz this was your pick.
1: Okay, so if you listen to our Akatar fan cast, I did not share this. I mm. kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. about it because I read the book so long ago and I thought it was funny and I just filed it away never to return again until I was <laughs> in charge of the fan cast for Instagram and I was putting together my it was Cassian my Cassian mm. fan cast and I had all of these hunky, like Mediterranean hunky Turkish actors in my wheelhouse that uh-huh. I was like making the slides for and then it it fucking came to me the person that i saw while reading the book wasn't it didn't look anything like any of those people it was andrew <laughs>
0: keegan joey eat me donner himself is who she was picturing
1: so for just a fun yeah. i had five and I could have picked someone that absolutely should be cast for that role, but I won't hate it if Andrew Keegan yeah. is posted. Anyway, our, I made him our sixth slide, tagged him, obviously. Allie has this weird idea that he's a cult leader. I cannot find evidence th- of this.
0: I sent you some articles. <laughs> uh, Sorry if you're listening, Andrew, but the articles are on the internet.
1: Spiritual. Anyway, I get home from a neighborhood bonfire. mm mm-hmm. Please, I hope you're not listening. Nashville Fire Department. Yeah, we weren't we're, burning
0: anything. It we was a fake fire. It was a Nashville fire. fire Department. LED
1: fire. <laughs> we, I get home. Just check. Put my son to bed. Check the old Instagram likes. And there it is. Staring me right in the fucking and face.
0: Keegan liked
1: it. He <laughs> saw it. And he saw, I just, I know, I'm not a celebrity person, obviously, because I picked Andrew Keegan mm-hmm. as that's who I saw. Mm-hmm. After you also saw about- the
0: Nightman as Reese. As Reese. Okay. Well, so that I, was see your I see who I see. But yeah, so I was losing my mind. and I, I think
1: I, you I, had gone home too. Yeah, to I had come home. your boys to bed. Uh-huh. So we were both at our house, like, respectively freaking out separately.
0: Then I just started watching... Montages from mm-hmm. 10 Things I Hate. I spent so much time just watching YouTube clips of 10 Things I Hate About You. Like, I could do that. I could do that all night just watching my favorite clips. I could watch re- it. make watch you it all sad
1: the seeing the Heath Ledger.
0: It does make me sad. It makes me sad a lot when I watch it. We also mm-hmm. watched A Night's Tale recently. My, oh, my husband had never so seen it. We watched that. And I was like, ah.
1: Oh, was it still good? Yeah. I mean, okay. It
0: is. But yeah, it is my comfort. It is definitely my comfort movie, rom com. And I think this might be my comfort fall book. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to come back to reading this. I want to I wanna read it again, honestly. I put it down and wanted to pick it back up. That kind of book where you're – I couldn't get enough of it. So it I is... ended up
1: – there is one detail about this book that I did talk to Allie
0: and her husband about before
1: because I, like, couldn't hold it in. But before that, there was – as I was putting together the, um, the summary, I pulled up Goodreads. And I was trying to find there's this funny Instagram account called One Star Reviews on Goodreads, and it just like picks like really amazing uh-huh. books and the highlights of One star. somebody review. Left I was like, a oh, that'd be funny to pull for the podcast. And um I couldn't figure out how to do it, which is very much like me. <laughs> but one of the first five star reviews was from Kelsey on Goodreads, and she said, "Do you need a hug question mark? Read this book."
0: So true. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It feels like the warmest, warm hug. Feels mm-hmm. like this Earl Grey cocktail. <laughs> it does. warming your soul. <laughs> it's my so my husband loves rom coms. Mm-hmm. I he has to read this book. He'll listen to it on audiobook while he's working on the other house. But he he has to. He would love this book. I think this would be his new favorite book. It's it's just we my husband because he loves rom coms. We talk a lot about how growing up. We grew up in the era of rom-coms. There were so many. They were different
1: than they are now, too.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they – I mean, there were the teen ones, like She's Mm -hmm. All That and Two Things I About You and those kinds of – but then we had You've Got Mail, even, like, Sleepless in Seattle, Harry Met Sally. All of those were, you know, either we were, like, elementary, middle school, high school, and then there was a dry spell. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I read enough rom-com books because I do think there's a lot of those right now. Yeah. And I need to – this is a a genre I need to –
1: pick mm-hmm. back up. I love it. The, yeah, I'm never, I mean, I like rom-coms. I liked oh, I them in high them. school and then maybe it's because there was a dry spell that
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, I'm like, I've never been really into Hallmark video or Hallmark
0: movies. Oh, I, love or, them. I used to um, watch them with my grandmother all the time.
1: <laughs> I feel like Netflix always has a ton yeah. of, like, rando uh, rom-coms that just never, like, it's
0: not this, it's not, like, classic. Mm-hmm. Do you see the, do you ever see the TikToks that, where people are saying, Making fun of how people say white people don't have culture. And like, what? if white people don't have culture, what's this? And it's like, you know, chicken with no seasoning or something. It's always very funny. <laughs> I saw one the other day that was like, white people say they don't have culture. But like, When Harry Met Sally is the best <laughs> version of your culture. Like, y'all need to jump on that. Put it out there in the world. It's the best. And I... I do think of You've Got Mail, like, almost yes, every day. Totally agree. When Harry Met Sally... When the old couples are talking and you find out they're mm-hmm. real couples, I mean, sobs. <laughs> yeah. So I I love rom-coms. Just you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Your husband's never seen You've Got Mail, right? Uh, he has not. He I mean, he never, he probably
1: hasn't seen a lot of these movies. I think he's tried to see Love Actually, which is my favorite Christmas mm-hmm. movie of all time. He has only seen in pieces because it's just like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. I'm falling asleep or I'm going to go to bed or. Yeah. I'm just going to go play a video game. I'm making him sound like the worst.
0: Well, every it's time I so tell him good. he needs to watch You've Got Mail, he says, isn't that about trying to glorify Jeff Bezos or something? Because <laughs> basically well. he's, you know, <laughs> Joe Fox is – Yeah. Is it his name? Is it Joe? Tom Hanks. Character. Yeah, is it Joe? Uh, it's Fox is the bookstore, but mm-hmm. is it of Amazon? But, yeah, they put the little bookstore out of business. No,
1: you get my husband talking about Jeff
0: Bezos. Isn't that just Jeff Bezos? It makes me laugh every <laughs> time. Fucking um, billionaire. But that's, that's the vibes – the vibes Mm -hmm.
1: of this book. Okay, so I I read this book. I went on vacation the day we released the Akatar podcast. So I left Allie Mm -hmm. and we had like some things planned to do while
0: I I was away. Can we hold up? I love that you refer to going as on vacation as I left Allie. (laughs) I left Allie. (laughs) We had to part ways temporarily. (laughs) My husband made me we went on vacation.
1: And I was reading, and we were, we've were we already been reading books yeah. for this season, and I had been reading this book when we left. Mm-hmm. And this book is so, I mean, I'm going to talk ad nauseum about the writing, because it's not only so is it good. so creative, and unlike the, I just, she's so creative. Mm-hmm. But the way she, I've read tons of books by, set in England by British authors, and no one... I, could, I was reading the book with an accent because of the way she phrased <laughs> sentences. Uh-huh. And so I didn't notice it until... So I finished this book maybe the second day. The first part of our vacation was in New York City. And I finished this book on the plane to New York City. And then I started another book I think we're going to do this season called The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley, who is also British. The book is set in England and like... Scottish Highlands Mm -hmm. and also that book had a I could tell that it had an accent Mm -hmm. but by the time we left New York while we were in New York I also went to go see the Harry Potter a musical on Broadway you just had a magical
0: time it really was pretty magical
1: (laughs) (laughs) parting ways with you. I'm sorry I had no fun without you but I told my husband on the plane oh we also went to London that was our first stop like Matt, it was like halfway into our vacation. I'm like, I think my inner monologue is now British. Because it's it's more of a struggle. Like when I go to talk to you, I have to translate it from the British accent in my head uh-huh. that the very secret society of irregular witches implanted in me because she's such a fucking good writer that I have to give you my American words. Yeah. It's it's I'm struggling to do it.
0: That's amazing.
1: And I I I was convinced that was gonna be forever and it was mm-hmm. a fun like thing to tell people, but I don't know. I'm a few books out of mm-hmm. a British author and my American. I love that. And her monologue is back. And I, I love I, it. I was like, this is gonna be eventually I'm just gonna have a British accent living in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was born in Florida and I'm gonna have to reconcile <laughs> with that and explain. Probably it. a
0: bad British accent. Let's be real. Well, no, it's gonna be hers. Well, I'm saying I feel like you would do a bad British accent. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't even take offense to that. Because that's <laughs> absolutely true.
0: Yeah. I think most most of oh, us southerners do. Where are you
1: from? Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Tampa, Florida. Tampa,
0: Florida. Wait, no, God, no, no, I wanna cut that. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave it in. Leave it in. I'm gonna leave it in. That's amazing. Yeah, this yeah. I can't I can't get over this book. I really I didn't mm-hmm. like I might go reread it. I might what I wanna do is have another Earl, well, I'm not gonna make an Earl Grey tea mm-hmm. cocktail at nine o'clock at night. Make another tea cocktail. Put on Ten Things I Hate About You while I read this mm. book, and I will. I could die of coziness. Could you start your fire? start a fire? Oh my gosh, I I can't. Uh, Do you have a
1: robe and slippers?
0: I kind of want to cry thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy.
1: We don't get yes. the Sunday scaries, so that no. seems like such a delightful. Way I usually I.
0: Try to not have a ton of meetings on Monday morning mm-hmm. so I don't get the Sunday scaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know a few people who do that. Yeah. So I know you said you don't have any fan casts mm-hmm. except Professor McGonagall. Yeah. Let's, I've, I have two, but I also think we should talk through this in real time. Okay. Because I have a lot of. Uh, okay. We should talk through it in real mm-hmm. time too. Maybe come up with some as we're on the fly.
1: Okay.
0: I have a very specific Mika Moon. So she's from India, right? Um, Primrose finds her in India and brings her back to the UK. My ages for the two main characters are off, which is unfortunate. Do you ever do that when you're reading? Like you're picturing two characters, but you're like, but this one would be a little older and this one would be a little younger. And then it would work. Really hard for Akatar.
1: Yes. Remembering how old all those characters were. Because they're
0: 500 years old fairies. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a whole argument on TikTok about that. Like how Gen Z sees them very young and Mm -hmm. we see them... It was like men, men, yeah. <laughs> actual men, not children. Sorry, Gen Z. I love you. I really do. <laughs> but they're men. But yeah, that I struggled with it for this. All right. So for our Mika Moon, I pictured Maitre Ramakrishnan. I hope I am saying that correctly with my lovely Alabama accent. I did look up the pronunciation. She is from Never Have I Ever on Netflix.
1: I just looked it up. She's perfect. I so it, I I agree. It was hard to reconcile the character that was yeah. written with a thirty-one-year-old.
0: I think we have this problem. Oh, I'm not going to speak for you. I have this problem because I view myself as younger than I am. No, I, I think
1: I, I know I'm thirty-seven.
0: Do. I am proud to be thirty-seven. I, however, my husband constantly makes fun of me because I'll say he'll asked how old someone was and I always say about our age because anyone between 25 and 45 to me is about our age yeah and I have no frame of reference and she seems so young and youthful and it's I I, I picture her as being 23 24 because yeah it my what I think of as my age just throws off how I picture characters for sure
1: I think more people need to talk about this phenomenon because I asked my mom about it there was that meme that went around it was a Picture of the Cheers cast and it had their ages. Mm -hmm. Like, mom, Norm is younger than me
0: Mm -hmm. in this photo. In this show, the Golden Girls are like younger than my mom, who looks a mate. Like,
1: yeah, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Like, mom, do you do you feel like this? I mean, looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, do you do do I look like Norm? Like, (laughs) if I brought Norm home, please tell me you would say
0: he is too old for you. Yeah. (laughs) And not two years younger than you. I know. It's it just so, it throws it off. And so it make, does make picking characters hard. Mm-hmm. I will say that, you know, the actress I picked is younger than, and so I pictured her, but older. Now, let me get to the very specific thing I pictured as well. Okay. Do you watch Only Murders in the Building? Yes. I picture her dressed like Selena Gomez's character in that movie. Oh, I I don't know why that is so specific, but I'm obsessed with Selena Gomez's characters' mm-hmm. outfits and the big chunky sweaters Headphones. and their I I picture her but like in this other actress's mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's I want to Yeah, those cozy her cozy cool vibes. Speaking um, of so
1: another like, show that is just like again it has to do with murder and the murders do happen Mm -hmm. they're not just this you know yeah what a light and lovely
0: i know show it's so good actually if we could i don't this doesn't fit with the characters Mm -hmm. in the book but if you could just take steve martin and Mm -hmm. martin short martin short and make them Ken and Ian. I know that's not mm-hmm. ex- just how they're described at all, but yeah. that's the vibes you need. Are these like kind of yeah. funny, goofy older It describes
1: men. Ian as this like tornado of energy, mm-hmm. and Ian is probably the most perfect man that has ever lived yeah. in his patience and so, kindness.
0: Okay, so Ken and Ian, I pi- I have clear pictures in my head of them, mm-hmm. but I the can't think of the actors. What are you picturing? So I think his name is Anne McClellan.
1: I think he was in oh, The Hobbit or mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I I don't think it's just because they share the same name. I just thought of like a tall, kind of lanky mm-hmm. British person.
0: Okay, And that was an easy grab. So Rach did just show me a picture of. Ian McCle- McClellan, McClellan, size? McClellan, mm-hmm. in a very vibrant scarf, and I see it more now. Ian is very—he's he, always crocheting these scarves. It's very cute. It's the sweetest. It's bright. He'll be like, "I need neon this pink, fuchsia. Fuchsia. yeah." These very <laughs> specific colors, and then Ken always wears them. And then Ken is Japanese. I, I know he's not British, but I picture George Takei. I hope you yeah. am saying that one correctly as well. You have to uh, like shave his head. Yes, you have to mm-hmm. shave his head. But I, yeah. I mean, that's who I picture. I didn't I just have watched anyone an interview with George
1: Takei, and he seems
0: D- I mean, like a wonderful, wonderful human. Man. Yeah, you need all of them to be so good. Mm-hmm. So Jamie, this is the problem I had with the actress I chose for Mika, and then the actor I pictured for Jamie is much older. So I struggled piecing them together because okay. I can't see them together. For Jamie, I pictured. Originally, I pictured – I think his name's Sam Ye- – it looks like Jaeger, but he's in Handmaid's Tale. I, I, he's in Parenthood. Oh, I love Parenthood. Wait, Jaeger. Okay, I spelled it wrong. That is immediately who I pictured. He gives off rom-com vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. He uh-huh. gives off rom-com vibes to me. I don't – but like a younger version of him is who, is who I picture. Or – Oh, what's the guy's name from P- *Poldark*? Aiden, because he is British. He's Irish. Jamie's Irish. Mm-hmm. Aiden Turner. The description of Jamie is Aiden Turner. Oh, but yeah. a younger, the younger versions, you know, of him. Mm,
1: I'm, I'm on Team Aiden. Team Aiden. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. She describes him as devastatingly handsome. Yeah. Which he could check
0: that box. Have you seen *Poldark*? Mm. mm no. Ooh, it's worth the PBS Masterpiece subscription. He's very broody. The character that he plays in *Poldark* is very broody, but you love him. So I picture oh my gosh. right. He's 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 right.
1: Am I about to be Aiden Turner's biggest fan?
0: You need okay. I need you this, to go this, home and watch. This Poledark. is him.
1: You did So Allie gave me the other one before, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, totally. And I didn't feel as connected to Jamie as I probably should oh. have throughout the book because. He was just kind of mean and unpredictable he towards Mika, who
0: He's just, just had like grouchy. a purest
1: little heart.
0: But you learn why he's grouchy, and then you, you get You do, it.
1: but you you come around. But I f- forgot that he was supposed to be this.
0: Isn't that the quintessential rom-com, though? One of them's a little grouchy and mm-hmm. rough around the edges. He's the Luke to her Lorelai, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. That's true.
1: I like the Luke to Lorelai um, because it's fall. I'll take it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, okay. Aiden, Aiden Turner. Turner.
0: I need you to go watch Boulder. I've read the books. I've...
1: Of course you have.
0: I've watched it all. Actually, now I want to go watch that. Okay. <laughs> 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 Allie's uh,
1: Sunday nights really... <laughs> I know Wheel of Fortune. My
0: husband's at a <laughs> soccer game, so getting crazy. Watching the whole Dark and Ten Things i Had About You. And drinking tea. And drinking some tea cocktails. <laughs> Probably just the tea after mm. nine o'clock. Yeah, Aiden Turner. Again, the, the ages are off, mm-hmm. but you know this is a per- this is a fantastical cast. We don't we can just yeah. ship their ages, and sure. that would be good. Oh, and he's a librarian. Aiden Turner is a librarian. Shh. I'll take wants. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie is the librarian cuz she has a freaking library in her house, this ancient archaeological witch, has a whole library of things she's found.
1: Oh, also when we were we were digging in the book to find a description of one of the characters and we remembered that the Nowhere House is called Nowhere House, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah, because it's but it's hard because to find. Yeah, <laughs> Lillian's last name is Nowhere, so yeah. it's Lillian Nowhere. And yeah, we didn't spoil it yet.
0: Oh, should we not? Should we not spoil it? I don't think
1: we should spoil it. I feel like we could have a part two of this episode and talk about the twists and the ending. I don't think we should because we have so many books. It
0: feels against our characters and who we are.
1: To not spoil it?
0: But let's not. Okay. Whoa, you can listen to this. I mean, we would give away some of it if Mm -hmm. you didn't. If you hadn't read the book, but not the twist at the end.
1: Not the twist.
0: Okay. We're not going to give it away. You've probably read it. We (laughs) hope you did. We hope you did. Yeah. We hope you're drinking your Earl Grey tea cocktail. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All the fall vibes. I mean, I have like, right now I have candles lit. I love it so much. And as I was, when I was reading this book, I was not at home. I was also Mm -hmm. on vacation. I was in Alaska on vacation Mm -hmm. reading this book, but I kept wanting to be at home. Like I wanted to be at home. Mm-hmm. And under a blanket with candles lit to read. This it felt book. really
1: good to be in London.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. I may have actually been flying to London. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I think I was flying to New York. Yeah, that was it. A couple weeks ago. It may have been longer than a couple weeks ago, where I just like vomited out all of my hopes and dreams for the podcast. And just it's at the very the very smallest mm-hmm. this time with you is like Oh yeah. Life giving. Yes. At the very biggest I want to. One of the books we're reading this um, this season is called uh, The Southern Book mm-hmm. Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. And as I was, re- it's set in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. And as I was reading it, I'm like, I want to go there with Allie. Yeah. And I, I want to go record in a haunted location, <laughs> in a haunted hotel in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And I want this to be a travel show, a yeah. traveling club travel show which is yeah. what the world's been asking for
0: sure uh-huh. <laughs> i do think so i have had a few friends this is it t- speaking of goals and
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, drew's podcast i've had a few friends say that they've picked up books that they wouldn't have otherwise picked up because we yeah. recommended it or that it's gotten them back into reading because they want to be able to listen along and that mm-hmm. to me was just yeah. icing on the cake mm-hmm. of us getting to hang out every week which is mm-hmm. so true but I I have talked to a few people who are like man I don't want the commitment of a book club but it's like a book club it without is. the and
1: that commitment. was our vision when we first yeah. started it and I have to keep reminding myself of that is I want our podcast to be a collection that is out there when you are ready to access it so yeah we give away, normally, not tonight, but mm-hmm. we normally give away absolutely everything in the book, every twist and turn, every yeah. spoiler. Weird, we want to discuss it all. <laughs> because we want to talk about it. And I want you to come back to a season, or I want a reader to come back to a season and say, oh, I read this one. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to listen to it because I have no one else to mm-hmm. talk to about, which is why we started this podcast. Yeah. And... So at the very least, like, I love spending time with you at the very most. There's people out there that listen to this, and that's really freaking cool.
0: If you've made it this far, we are clearly meandering at the end. Uh, We're getting off off track and giggling a lot. But (laughs) we hope you also enjoyed this book. Mm -hmm. If you haven't read it, because you maybe haven't, because we didn't give it away. I hope we
1: enticed you without giving it it away. Mm -hmm.
0: What is next week's book? You have the schedule. I don't remember. I
1: think it's the the southern book club's guide oh okay
0: southern book club's guide to slaying vampires is Uh next week that's exciting all right well we will be back next week with that we're going to continue the spooky halloween vibes Mm -hmm. i feel like spooky season is a millennial thing to say not that i care that much but spooky season vibes y'all we're bringing them next week so join us and we will see y'all then see you later
1: bye toodaloo (laughs) Poppy? Poppet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy?
0: Poppet is like what the creepy pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> calls.